Last night, Thursday, I was coming out of Seven Mile Market, Baltimore, and Nachum Horowitz was outside with a large MDY sign next to the table upon which were Mesech the Soydah, the truth for those that sign up, get others to begin learning the Da'af. We had a nice schmooze, the photo together, Nachum encouraged me to send you my story towards the end of Ksubis. I decided to start learning Da'af with Nidarim once again, searching for which Yurim and Magadish Yurim to learn with. I came across MDY. It was then that I signed off for the Gemara, and since that time, I've been learning with you occasionally at one and a half or two speed. I'm here, really looking forward to bringing Saita. Shukoyach, may you with MDY go Mikhail Choyel. Good Shabbos, Eli, Suffering. Suffering, what? Shukoyach. Pinnicorn, dear Belly, first of all, thank you for an amazing shear. Regarding what you said today, that's great. Listen to this. This is Givaldic. I love this email because of the email right after it. Regarding what you said today, that Skver Hasidim take only four haircuts a year, I want to correct you that it's five haircuts a year. And you miss one on Shabbos Nachamu. Watching you from a bunker in New Square. Just kidding. <laughs> He'd get in big trouble if they ever found out. Thanks again. So if, if you are in New Square and you know Penny Corn, don't, don't tell the Ayelam that Penny Corn does the daf. Thanks again. Yisqver Chosid Talmud since Beitza Daf Beis. Now here comes the next one from Yankel. He's smarter. He doesn't say his last name. They actually take six times a year. Rosh Hashanah, Parshish Mikes, Parshish Kolim, Pesach, Shavuos, Shabbos Nachmu. This is coming from a square chassid. So two square chassidim are arguing. So I have the right to say it's four. I say it's four. Let them fight it out. Gudvacharav, I like to try and recruit by the Shtibal Davenin. I'm Petach Tikva. I'd like to know how I can get one of those famous street posters with Rebbe's picture. No? Speak to Tomer. But somebody here told me, oh, Shalom Aleichem. What's your name, Tzadik? We only met a few times. In, in, in England. In New York. Where? Wow, in Baltimore. Okay, Shalom Aleichem from Baltimore. Here, we have some emails from Baltimore. Physical Mitzvah, thank you for changing my life. Talmud, since Megillah. My son just told me that he wants with his own money to put, the, there's an ad on the back of the Mishpacha. The back was beautiful. Uh, Nassan Gans did that ad, I like it a lot. And he wants to put it on a, on a status. The guy has a few thousand people, he wants to pay for it. He asked me how to get it, I don't know how to get that. How do you, how do, you do these things? It's not one of these groups. Okay, fine. P.S. On a flight out to New York last month, I was able to take advantage of the almost wasted flight hours and catch up on six daf. Hashtag time well spent. Thanks everyone for the inspiration. Avi Yusupov. John Berg, Raboyse, check this out. I've confirmed that Mivaseret, YSMZ, will be inviting the guys to join this year for Saita. Guys that join and complete will get a meet a meatastic seum from a sheer member and a habit for life. Uh, Avi Berg, he's, he does this, these uh, meetings. So if you're Mivaseret, you'll get a habit for life and a beautiful seum. You may want to invite the guys out to interact with Zoom or the like, get them pumped. This is a great way, great way to keep the guys' fire burning strong during Ben Azman and beyond. 
my brother Mordechai, the famous Mordechai Berg, who lives right here next to the Beis Medrash, was on Meaningful People the other day, is my partner in crime on this. Let me know if you have any questions or concerns or ideas to grow. Have an amazing Shabbos. Avi, he's also the Manal over there, I think, Mordechai. Something like that. At least the Manal. And here is Nachum Arvitz, finally, a picture, thanks to Seven Mile Market for allowing me to set up on fr- in front of the store, recruited, in Seven Mile Market, you recruit seven people. Thanks, Nachum. That's the way to do it. You go out for the big, the big bucks, seven people. Here's one of the people he recruited. And Rabbi Isai, the Koylel, is sponsored by Namas from Lakewood. The Koylel of the month, Reuben Klein, and my daughter, Lisa, becoming Kalat, Tzvi, Chaim, Nato from Toronto. The Mesech is sponsored by Meiser. The Mesech is sponsored by Lishmas Chayabas Yosef by Anonymous. Paris Achoydish, five of them. Anonymous from Flavish will continue Brach and Mazel and Clarity. Landy family, Lishmas Yosef Chayim Ben Yeshaya. Lishmas Chayim Elephant. Chayim Yakov Shmuel's Chayim Levrocha by his Westside friends. Paris Achoydish, Lishmas Zachariah Ben Moshe. Paris Achoydish, another sad one. The MDY family. Lishmas Chayim Morin, Zachariah Levrocha, Ben Yibal Chayim Elio. Chaim Martin, sometimes known as, known as Charlie, was Elliot Manningley's young son, just turned one, and was nifter Thursday afternoon in Boston. The Shoma should have an Aliyah, the Mishpacha should have an Achama. The Art of the Month for a complete refuah for Chaim Tzvi, Ben Leo. All right, so now I want to I wanna just call up Uncle Phil himself. Right here. <laughs> How did that happen? The magic. Know. The magic of television. All yeah. right, Ellie. Every Masefta, you show us what you've got. And that includes finding a different mascot. I could be a Baldwin brother, but I'm not. A hint might be, I am for sure not a big shot. If you know me well, I truly have no ego. I am also not fast. I am really pretty slow. I don't relax much, and I suffer from being shy. I hide my happiness, I wish I knew why. And like you, I want people to like me, so I smile a lot, and my sister is named Sally. You can use me to bring more people to learn the Daf Gemara, because you are an incredible Magid Shir and constant Magid Torah. They say I am hopeless, but, but with you, nothing is that way, for doing the Daf is truly what makes my day. So happy birthday, Ellie. Please take me home from your new special friend, Chaim Chom. Okay. Now we'll find out. Yeah, it's still my birthday. Still, still sorry. Still, still sorry. Okay. Hareini Nozer Kisar Roishi. I'm not a Baldwin. And the back. Stefanski hates. Number eight. That's the doc that you introduced him. And uh, look at the bottom. Look where There's the MDY Yamaka. Put a Yamaka on. And look at the bottom. What is he wearing? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so Sultan might be a little more uh, exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's continue on with the program. Cut. Boys, <laughs> here we go. We're holding Daf Samachalif on top. Three lines down. Shetiglachas Hanega. Boy, Rabbi Barcham. Boy, Rabbi. So you see this chart over here. It looks familiar. We're not going into that sugya. Just I don't want to scare anybody. So we had four shavings. This. this 
So we're going to go in the case that he's a, a definite Nazir, Tomei, and a definite Mitzayra. So if he's a Tomei for the Tzaras, he has to take two haircuts. For the Tumi, he takes a third haircut. And for the Tahara, he takes a fourth haircut. So the Gemara has a simple question. Every time that he takes the four haircuts, is he making the mitzvah? There's a special mitzvah in shaving, or is it just to get rid of the hair? This is nasha. I found it. They actually still sell it. It's a hair remover cream. So e amris mishum mitzvah labor v'nashalai. If there's a mitzvah, so the mitzvah would be with a razor, not with cream. The amris mishum abur yisaretuma, and if it's only to remove the hair of tuma, afilu sachei nashanami. Even if you smear it with with cream, it would work. Now we're learning that the problem is the third. Because Mitzayra needs a razor and the Tahara needs a razor. Here? But not the Tumah. Perhaps Tiglachas Tumah doesn't need a razor. Omarava, Toshma, Omagalech, Arba Tiglachias. Since it says that he shaves four times, four times meaning with a razor, and if the third Tiglachas of Tumah. Is just to remove the hair. Then why do you need four razors? Three razors are enough. The fourth one, the Tiklachas Tuma, doesn't require a razor. The fact that we say that you need to use a razor four times, it means even the third shave, which is for the Tuma, also requires a razor. So you see, since you need a razor for that, it's for the mitzvah. This is one of the most interesting names in Chaz for a Perek coming up. Why? Because in Machloikis, what the name is. And if you look in your Gemara, you have one name. If you look in my Gemara, I have another name. You look in your friend's Gemara next to you, you have a different name. There's only two options here. A lot of Gemaras have the name Kusim. Hakusim Einlem Nazirus. And therefore, the name of the Perek is Hakusim Einlem. My Gemara says, Hanachrim Einlem Nazirus, and therefore the Perek, the entire Perek is called something else than other people's Perek, Hanachrim. I guess there's a, it's because of the censor, I'm not exactly sure, but that's, that's what's going on here. So, Hanachrim Einlem Nazirus, a non Jew, is not in the Parsha of Nazirus, he cannot accept upon himself Nazirus. He could do Nazirus all he wants, he could grow his hair, he could not drink wine, but he's not in the Parsha, so. If when he decides to, to drink wine and take a haircut, it's fine. A woman and a slave. They do have Nazirus. We know throughout the Altaira, slaves, we learn Eved uh, from Isha, La La Isha. So they have Nazirus. So if somebody works for you, he's your Eved. And he accepts upon himself Nazirus. So you would think maybe since he's your Eved, he has to ask you permission or whatever. No. He can accept upon himself Nazirus. How is he going to get Karbanas? That's his problem. Maybe when he's free, then he could buy his own Karbanas. Right now he doesn't have any funds to buy them, but he could become a Nazirus. In our Mishnah, the Mishnah describes where women 
have more of a Chumrah than Avadim. And the following Mishnah is going to tell us where Avadim have more of a Chumrah than women. Shuhu a master could force a slave to drink wine, even though he's a Nazar. He says, you have to drink right now because it's King Kaspar. But he cannot force his wife once he accepts upon He could be made for it. But if he, if he agrees that his wife should be a Nazira, then he can't force his wife. You can't force your wife to do anything. Says the Gemara, Ktani. So first of all, before we go into the Gemara, Shalom What's your name? I know you've been here a bunch of times. What's Jeff your name? Rosenberg. Jeff Rosenberg. That's right. And that's your brother. Is he here? Or back there Time out. I missed the email here. Hold on. Huh? Jeff Rosenberg. One minute. I have to go back here. I thought. That's very strange. Oh! I guess I'll read it tomorrow. Elimel Goldberg's email here. It's not for tonight, right? I can read it tomorrow also. You're going to be here tomorrow? All right, because we're in the middle of learning. I, want, I don't know how you skipped it. Maybe I skipped a bunch. Interesting. <coughs> yeah, skipped it by mistake. All right, sorry. Tomorrow and today is the same. It's the same day, no? What? It's the same. We'll do it tomorrow, Bezir Shem. All right. So if you read in the Mishnah, Kusim, Akusim Elam Nazirus. This is a kusi. This is uh, Yoshi's kusi. And if you do, here's some of the nachrim. This is the one I met in Vail on the left. And this somebody else sent us in back in the day. Okay. Says the Gemara. Ktani. Hanachrim How do we know that nazirus doesn't apply to Nanju? The Torah Banon Daberil Bnei Yisrael Veloi so take a look over here at the pasuk. A very important pasuk for today. That burial bnei Yisrael, and at the end of the pasuk it says neder nozel hazer l'Hashem. So nazirus is bnei Yisrael. So we have over here. If you look at the pasuk because it's important because we're going to have a very very similar pasuk somewhere else. It has the same wording. First it says that burial bnei Yisrael, and then it says ish. So we have a miot bnei Yisrael only Jews. And this is ish. Ish is more of a, a open term. It could be anybody. Now, if you look at the pasuk again, daber speak to bnei Yisrael. Vamarta speak. So daber and vamarta in purple are the same word. So there's a philos in the lashon, double lashon. Lerabois esoavadim. If I have to invite somebody into the picture, it's going to be an evid because the evid is already semi. Jewish is chayvim. It's like a woman, so we're going to say it's him, not not a non-Jew. Ask the Gemara a basic question. We know throughout Shas that avadim and nashim have the same halachas. Why do I need a special v'amarta aleim from the word v'amarta to be marva evet? If a woman can become an zero, so can an evet. So I don't need a special pasuk. Omar Rava, Shani Hachad Omar Kro, Lesser Isser Al Nafshoi. So it says in the pasuk. No. I missed it. Okay, hold on. We'll do this trick. Lesser Isser Al Nafshoi. Here, it's not in order. Boom. Lesser Isser Al Nafshoi. 
Ish kiyidar neder l'Hashem. We were very familiar with this passing in the Darim. So it says in the passing the word Al-Nafshay on his soul, on his nefesh. It says, Somebody has his own soul. And we're talking about Pesach coming up. And just to think about how people used to live. People were Avadim back in the day. And if you, even worse, if a guy took a trip, let's say, on the ocean, trying to get from Israel to, to America on a boat, come the pirates, they, 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 they capture people, and they make you have them, finish. They sell you on the market. You can end up going from a normal person with successful person, being an avid, tied down to a boat, row a boat, your, your entire life. You have to go like this. If not, you get killed. And that's how they live. So, I mean, they might still have it today in some places. But to be a nevet, to be a nothing, just you, 100% for somebody else. You don't have a nefesh. All you do, imagine, a person is literally, you have, they used to take 50, 60, 100 people, tie them with chains to their seat, and they had to go like this to hold it. That's a person that has a soul, he has a nefesh, he doesn't have anything. You see, by the pasuk, you have to have a nefesh. In order to make a nether, you have to have a nefesh. So think that it applies also, you know, we know that the darim and the zeros are similar. A lot of things that you have by one, you have by the other. Nazirus is a type of a nether, so I would think that a slave cannot be a, a, a nazir. Even though a slave, a evet, is always compared to isha, and if an isha could be, have nazirus, so can an evet. But here it's different, because there's a special meat in the pasuk on nafshoi. You have to have a nefesh, and an evet doesn't have a nefesh. Yeah, just to be, I don't want anybody writing me emails that that kind of slave that was taken on the on the water and he was forced to be a slave, he, he probably does have a nefesh. I'm just saying, I'm picture, we're talking about an evet that you bought legally under the, and the Torah says he's calling to you like a behemoth. It's different. Omar. So we learned, going back to the original pasuk of Daber B'nei Yisrael, that when we die, that it has to be a Jew and not a non-Jew. So anytime it says B'nei Yisrael, it comes to exclude a non-Jew. So now we go back to... I like this. You don't see my screen here. Givaldi. Here. Is that normal? I've read me that when I do that and I see all the slides, they don't see it? They never did. Okay, Givaldi. So, very similar pause, right? This is talking about Erechin. We're going to talk about Erechin in a second. This is Again, you have the B'nai Yisrael, not a non-Jew, an Ish to, to include. What? Oh, no. What are you saying? It does. Right, it's so similar you thought it's the same passage. But it's not. So let's talk about Erechim for a second. Here's the famous chart. Yoshi redid it for the book. Um, basically, th- th- this is the chart that we've been using for four years. He just made it a lot nicer. New colors, new, new graph. Back upon it's the same thing. So... Oh my gosh, what a surprise. 
Yoshi did this now. By the time, from the time I left my house till now, who knows what else he's doing behind the scenes. Nice. Okay, I hear. There's, this I did, I don't know, four, four years ago. It was, but he, he put his, uh, his guy in there. That, oh my gosh. That's Paris Chaim Levin. Wow. Amazing. Yivaldi, okay. Shechiyonu Kiyimono, Paris Chaim Levin made it in before Nachman Seltzer. Reb Nachman. No, he's working on him, Reb Nachman, for a while. But he never made it in. Okay, so beautiful. Ah, I love it. Yishkoyach Yoshi, because I was sitting there because I looked closer and I saw some of the watermarks from the illegal, you know, I took an illegal picture somewhere. See, he knocked it out. Okay. The Mayrich and the Nerach, beautiful. Mayrich means he points at another person, a human being, and he says, You see that guy in the bed? Whatever his Erech is, whatever his worth is, but not, it's not what you could sell him in a slave market. Whatever the Torah says. Now let's take a look at this guy. How old is this guy, Rabbi Isai? How old is he? How old is he? He's 14 years old. Okay, so we go to the chart. He's a Zachar, so he's in the blue, and he's 14 years old. Chodesh Ad. Oh, 5 to 20. So he's worth 20. You have to give 20, right? He's, he's in the green one. Top green, 20. If he was 21 years old, you have to give 50. Women, 30. Uh, but when they get older, uh, above 60, you see how they bridge that gap? Because the older woman is worth more. The kids, okay, we'll get into a different time. But in, in other, I know, but they bridge that gap, the value. Before it was X percentage. Now it's much, much, okay. So let's go, we just have to remember these words. There's a Mayrich and a Nerach. Over here we're talking about two Jews. Paris Chaim Levine is the Mayrech. He's saying, I want to give the Beis Hamikdash the amount of money that the guy in the bed is worth. How much? 20. Okay, 20. Could a guy do either one of those two things? Could he be the one saying, I want to give that amount? And can he be the one that's the Nerach? Could he be the subject of the, of the Erechim? Could he be the one sleeping? He didn't do anything. Could Paris Chaim Levine point at a non-Jew and say, I want to give his Erech to the Beis Hamikdash? <laughs> no, not a machleg. Well, maybe. In that part we saw it says So over here it says you can only be Paris Chaim Levin. You can't be a non-Jew. Michael Jordan can't say He could give the base whatever he wants. Again. But the halachas of Erechim don't apply to him. You can't force him to give it. You can't do anything. Maybe they shouldn't be the subject, the nerach, the guy in the bed. So let's go back to the pasuk just for a second. Again. So here's the pasuk. And again, we have a miot. B'nai Yisrael means only Jews, only. And then we have ish to include in addition to Jews, you can do something. So it's not a full addition because the Bnei Yisrael takes out non-Jews. But it's saying, but only partially. The, the non-Jew cannot be a marich, but he could be a nerach. He could be a subject. Oh, but Akopanim, you see that they are part of it. So this is the, today's sugi, basically. By Erechin, a non-Jew is part of Erechin. He's in the parish of Erechin. Not completely, 50%. He could be a subject. He can't be the one 
what's the word? How do you say the guy doing it in English? The subject is a decent word. What's no the he's the object, the subject, and who's the one Paris Chaim Levine? How do you call Paris Chaim Levine? The 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 assessor, the the objector. <laughs> Not the right word. Okay, fine. You come up with a word. We'll get six emails tomorrow. The assessor. Akoponim by Nazirus we're saying what? Rabbi Yisrael, we said, since it says B'nai Yisrael, a guy is not in the parasha. It's not like, oh, he can't be a full Nazar, he could be a partial Nazar, he can't drink wine, but he could, he could shave. We're not saying that. He's zero. When it comes to Nazirus, zero. When it comes to Erechen, it's not a zero. We take the word Ish, and we, we let him be part of the, the parasha. Why is it? So that's, that's today's sugi. We're going to try different ways until finally we get to Samach Aleph on the base, even Samach Beis on Aleph on the top lines over there, and we'll see the answer. Nazirus is different. So over here you see the apostle. We're talking about a Nazar here. A Nazar should not go to his parents' funeral. So, you have a has a has a father. A non-Jew, halachically, his father is not his father. In what way? So, you tries out. Well, a non-Jew doesn't have a father. That he cannot inherit his father. It's not true. A non-Jew inherits his father. In other words, if, we're, if we have a whole country, Eretz Yisrael is ours, 100%. And then, and then the, the law is, is based on, 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 the, on the Torah. And a guy comes to, to the Bezin and he says, I want to inherit my father. What would we tell him? We'd say, go ahead. Inherit your father. What about a Goya? Shenemak Yerusha Le'esav Nasati Sarseir. Esav gets a Yerusha. What about what about a an Akeva, a woman, Goya? Huh? Jewish. The Jewish, very Jewish. So the answer is L'chari yes, but the Minchas Chinuch holds that a, a woman and a man, Goyim, that come to Bezdin, they'll get 50-50. There's no, they don't have the halachas Yerusha of, 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 of a Jew, that only the boys, Yarshan. They get 50-50. Others argue on him. Hello. So when, it, when the Torah says by Nazirus of a vi'imai, it cannot mean that a guy doesn't Yarshan, that's why he's not in the parish. It has to be something else. He doesn't have a father and a mother for a different thing. For Hilchais Kibud the halachas of Kibud Aveim. So I want to talk a little bit about Kibud Aveim. It's Matzah Shabbos. A few mices here, a few halachas that are very, very negay. I think one very interesting thing that I found today is that somebody here Kibud Aveim. I think you're going to walk away from this shocked. So this happens a lot. It happened in my family. And I'm familiar with this. A couple got divorced. And as a good from couple, when they get divorced, they fight tooth and nail. 
that the kids shouldn't see each other. They go to Besden, they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's, that's normal by us, unfortunately. Why? Nobody knows. So somebody went to the stipler and asked the stipler, should I get involved? Should I try to convince the boys were convinced by their mother not to speak to the father, the father of Russia, Marusha, you know, the regular. There's a whole list of things that every single guy gets divorced did. Drugs, etc., etc., you know, the whole list. Terrible people. So you're not allowed to talk to the father. That's how it goes every single time. So should I get involved? So the Sahib says it's a chiv to get involved because it's a mitzvah deraisa for the kids to speak to the father. It's also for the kids from a divorced family not to speak to the father. You have to convince them to be kind of the mitzvah. Okay, that's thing number one. Things mamish because it happens a lot, unfortunately. Another very important halacha. This is halacha that when you are mechabed your father and mother, and it costs you money, like they want you to do something. They want you to make a cup of tea. So you don't have to pay for the tea. They have to pay for the tea. You have to make it, but they have to pay for it. So a guy, his father wanted him to come visit. So he went to the briskarov and said, and potter. Why? Because it involves me taking a train and the train costs money. So it has to be on my father's dime. Very good. The Briskorov said something incredible. And, and once he says it, you say he's 100% right. He said, you're right. He has to pay for your train. And he doesn't want to pay for the train. He doesn't have the money to pay for the train. So guess what? Walk. Your heel is to be Av. You want to make it easier for yourself to take a train? Great. You, you don't want to make it easy, so walk. How long does it take to walk from here to Yerushalayim? In a day you can walk. Less than a day it takes. Yeshiva Bokham to do it all the time. Six, eight hours. Marathon, whatever. Walk. It's an unbelievable thing. It's just what we have to do for Kibbutz Avim. I'm telling you right now, I think a lot of you are going to walk out of here tonight thinking about Kibbutz Avim a little differently. Another Maisa. A true story that I saw a while ago in Reb Zilberstein's Sefer. There was a guy that had a non-religious brother and the father died. So the brother said, let's cremate the father. And it happens, Yom Valayla, I even see now ads in the Mishpacha, like uh, anti-cremation funds, you know, different things. So the brother said, absolutely not. They had a big fight. I want to I want to bury him, I want to cremate him. So the brother said, you know, dad left $10 million. I get five, you get five. I'm willing to give you a million dollars that you don't cremate him. So the brother's a big chacham. He said, no, five. I want your entire Yerusha. The guy ended up giving him his entire Yerusha not to cremate his father. And Reb Zilushan says that he might have been chayv al to do that because Yerusha only comes after the hoitzais of the kvura. Another maisa about What you have to do, you have to be invited everything. I, I wish there was a great end of the story that the guy took the money and uh, as he was walking out of the bank, he got hit by a truck and then he, he yashed him back. That's not what happened. And finally, I'll tell you the story. <laughs> now it's like he got killed. Finally, the famous story about Rabbi Tarfan. But I think the end of the Gemara over there is a, is a very, very important piece. The Gemara tells us that Rabbi Tarfan was an expert in Kibbutz Avim. And every time his mother wanted to get into bed, he would get on the floor, she would step on his back as a stepping stool and she'd get into bed. One day she said, I'm feeling better, I want to go outside, I want to take a little spazir. She said, great, let's go. So they're walking around in the backyard and her shoe broke. She said, well, what do I do? It's Shabbos, I can't put it back together. So he put his hands on the floor, she stepped on his hand, took another step, she, she kept on stepping. One day she came to the Chachamim and she said, you have to dive in on, on Tarif and Bini, he's very sick. 
and he goes above and beyond in Kibbutz Aveim. He does too much. So Chacham said, what do you mean he does too much? She said, he gets on the floor, she, he, she, I step on him, and then that time my shoe broke, he put his feet out, I stepped on his feet, on his hands. So Chacham told her that even if he did a thousand times more than that, that's only half of what the Torah requires you to do. That Lashon is so powerful. Even if he did a thousand times more, uh, we, no, none of us have ever done anything similar, well maybe... Uh, I'll talk for myself. Even if you do a thousand times more, it's not even half of what you have to do. He's not such a big mechabadab. So anyways, we take from here, one piece, pick up the phone, make that visit. If you have to walk all the way to New York, walk, whatever it is, be mechabad. They say that the Chazanish said, one last thing, the Chazanish always said that he was zaychad to be the Chazanish. They asked him if you don't. Because of his kibbutz and there's a lot of stories of him running to be to visit his mother. So somebody told him that your, your, your mother mentioned that she didn't see you a few days. He started running like, like a kid, running. And the chazan was a very sick person, etc. Okay, fine. Zok to Gemar. Miksiv, Nazir. You're telling me that the words in the pasuk, La'aviv uli'imai, Bayinazir, is referring to kibbutz doesn't even mention Kibbutz Aveim by Nazir. How do you know? Why would you say that Lovely is referring to Kibbutz Aveim? Elo Makro, Laoviv, Lima, Lo Yitama. So I'll tell you the Pshat. It says that you shouldn't become Tommy to your parents. So this is also a big insight of Savach Alpham and Bays. Sponsored, Ratzlocha, Bayerleib, Ben Elizabeth Hoshena Masha, Elizabeth Hoshena Masha, Bracha, and Ratzlocha, Ben Makachir, the members of the HBA group and their families. I don't know if everybody realized this. Because we're talking about when a guy dies, he has Tuma. We're saying even maybe Tumas oil, the whole thing with the planes going over different cemeteries. Great. But the guy himself when he's alive, think about it. What about a horse? If a horse touches a dead body, a Jewish body, how much Tuma does the horse have? What is he? A Rishon, a Shani, an Avatuma, what is he? He's zero. Zero. A guy also. A guy who deals with the dead, lifts up a dead yid, nothing. Zero. No tumah. So since it says in the Pasuk, the father of should become Tomei. So since a guy doesn't have tumah, he's not in the parish of Kinez Elikava Rosh. He's not in the parish of the zeros. And how do we know? It says, by the Tumah, a person who's Tommy goes into the Hamikdash, the Ish, Asher Yitma, Velo Yishchata. If he goes into the Beis Hamikdash, the Tumah, the Nechrusah, Nevesh, Ayim, Yedoyich, Alkohol, he gets Kares, he'll be wiped out from the nation. Bimishesh Leikol. How do you say call in English? Congregation. A Jew has a congregation, and the guy is not part of that congregation. Bimishesh Leikol, Yotzezesh, Ein Leikol. And Memeila, that's how I see that a guy doesn't have Tumah. Memai, as the Gemara had to see it from that possible. Maybe the Torah is saying that the only person that could get Karas is someone that has a congregation. A Jew is punished more because he's part of the congregation. But a guy could become Tame. Maybe the Pasuk is only telling you about the Einish. He doesn't get a punishment of Karas, but he is in the parish of Tumah. Right? The famous. Pella in the Torah, 
Somebody who's tar takes the azive, takes the, the azive, dips it into the paraduma water and sprinkles the guy that's tame. The guy that's tame becomes tar. The guy that was tar and sprinkled becomes tame. But it says that you have to be a tar and, and sprinkle the tame guy. Since a guy doesn't have tahara, says Taisvis, even if he went into a mikvah, he doesn't become tar. So he doesn't have tumah. Maybe, maybe he does, he, 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 he doesn't have tahara, but he has tumah. He be, could become tame. But then we just say, visa tar al tame, we have a pasuk that says that in order to become tame, you have to become tar. Gemara says, no. Maybe you don't learn the pasuk like that. Why not? The pshat is simple. Because in Yuma, we take this exact pasuk, we learn it for something else. So maybe I don't have a pasuk to learn it. That's the Gemara's kasha. The visa tar al tame, I already use it for something else in, in, in Yuma. Says the Gemara. Maybe the pshat is a guy cannot become tar. You go into the mikvah, nothing will happen. But to me, if he touches that person, he's tar. He's tar for the rest of his life. Okay, so I have another pasuk. Same idea, another pasuk. Fine. Ravacha by Yaakov Omar Shani Yocha Domakro Bisnachalta Moisim Levnechem Achrechem. See if we have it. So here's a pasuk that's talking about if a person has a slave, the slave goes Birusha to his children. Says the Gemara, by Naziros, Naziros, I want to, <laughs> excuse me, I want to, I want to make an afkemino between Naziros and Erechim. You ask me, it says B'nai Yisrael by Naziros, and that excludes Goyim from Naziros. A guy cannot become a Nazir. Oh, it says B'nai Yisrael by Erechim, and we don't exclude them. So what do we try to say? We try to say that the reason why Ben Zeros, he's not a part of it, is because a guy doesn't have Yerusha. But we said a guy does have Yerusha. Oh, so now the Gemara says, we, we, we tighten it up a bit. A guy doesn't have Yerusha by Vishnachatam A guy doesn't give his slaves to his children. And Memelo, we have like this. Look at the pasuk. Just now, now it's understood. By Nazar, it says La'aviv You have to have a father and a mother in order to become a, a Nazar. And a guy doesn't have a father and a mother for what? For Yerusha. Oh, but he he, he is Yerush. No, Yerusha's avodim. He doesn't have. He, so again, since by Nazar it says La'aviv he has to have a father and a mother. There's one halacha in a father and a mother that a guy is not part of it. He doesn't get his parents' slaves. When his parents die, they don't, he doesn't get them. And Memela he's not in the Pasuk of He's not in the Pasuk of Naziros. If he could inherit the parents' slaves, then he could become a Nazir. Ask the Gemara the obvious question. We said in our Mishnah that a woman and an Eved can become Nazirim. Wait a minute. A woman could inherit her parents' slaves. But an Evid cannot inherit slaves. Huh? She could. 
No, I'm saying she, she couldn't inherit slaves. She's in the parish of that. I just threw it forget the woman, okay? Uh, Evet cannot inherit slaves. And Mimele, you just told me anybody that can inherit a slave, in other words, a non-Jew, he's not in the parish of Nazirus. How come Evet is in the parish of Nazirus? Okay. So I want to show you this chart for a second. <coughs> this is what the Gemara is going to be doing now. A very, very simple thing until the bottom of Dhamma. Rava says that the word Bnei Yisrael, that we say by a Nazir, Bnei Yisrael, only the son of a Yid could become a Nazir and not a guy. And you're asking me, but why, why is it different than Erechen? By Erechen it also says the same exact word, Bnei Yisrael. And we say no, that a, a guy is in, in the parish of Erechen. What? He could be a Nerach. He could be the one on the bed. Great. Says Rav, I'll tell you why. I'm going to give you every option to learn the word B'nai Yisrael, and it's not going to work. And because it's not going to work, the only option I'm going to be, I'm going to be left with is B'nai Yisrael and not a goy ban Nazirus. A goy is not in the parish of Why? What are the options? I'll tell you, the word B'nai Yisrael says that a, a Jew brings karbonus when he's a Nazir, and a goy not. That can't be. That's not the pshat in the word. Okay, so maybe B'nai Yisrael means that a Jew, only Jews, could make their sons Nazirim. I could look at my kid and say, you're a Nazir. But a guy can't. And that's B'nai Yisrael. Well, that's also not a good pshat. These are all Allah Lamesh Sinai. So I can't say that that's what pshat in the positive. B'nai Yisrael, a Jew could be a Nazir La'ilam and not a Yid. Maybe that, if, if I want to be like Erechin, I want to say Erechin, I'm going to do B'nai Yisrael for part of the Erechin. And the word Ish is going to say, but I'm going to add something. He is part of Erechin. Not completely, a little bit, he's a Nerach. So over here also, he's part of Nazirus. I'll say, says Rav, I'll, I'll roll with you. B'nai Yisrael means that we're going to take, exclude Goyim from one thing. But we're going to allow them in the parish of Nazirus. We're going to say, a guy could be a Nazir, but he can't make his son a Nazir. A guy could be a Nazir, but he can't be a Nazir forever. A guy could, use, could, could be a Nazir, but he cannot use his, par- his father's funds that his father set aside for the zeros. Maybe that's the pshat. And, and Mimele will be just like Erechin. We learn a little bit of, from Bnei Yisrael and we learn a little bit from Ish. Bnei Yisrael takes away something from the guy. Ish puts it back in. So he's going to be a semi-Nazir. Not a complete Nazir like a Jew. And since all these four attempts don't work, we're back to the original attempt on top. The Rav says Bnei Yisrael must come to say to exclude a guy 100% from Nazirus, unlike Erechin, which it doesn't exclude a guy 100%. Now, let's see it inside. That's all what happened there. So, uh, the reason why I made a chart is because the first time I, I learned this Gemara, I was confused about what's happening. I, I, I understood the words. I didn't understand where the Gemara is going with it. So I decided I'll put it in a chart and make it easier for everybody. Elo Amarova. Here he comes. Oh, by Erechen, I could split it and say, you know, a guy is not 100% in the parish of Erechen, but he's a little bit. Maybe he shouldn't be at all. The word ish is a riboy. Bnei Yisrael is a miot, right? Bnei Yisrael comes to exclude a guy completely. Ish puts him back in for a little bit, for 50%. He's a nerach, not a mairach. But hacha, what are you going to do by us, by Nazirus? Perhaps you're going to say that the Bnei Yisrael says that a guy is slightly in the parish, but not completely. That what? 
that a Jew brings karbanas and a guy doesn't bring karbanas. No, I believe it's even klal. And I would say, oh, maybe he shouldn't be a nazir at all. ish. He should be a little bit of a nazir. He just shouldn't bring karbanas. Amri, that's not a good pshat. Yimshim karban, lavachin afkeleh, lavachasam, loyla, probably nazirus. Here you have the pasuk ishish and it says all the way at the pasuk loyla. That what? That a guy has the right to donate oilos. He can bring karbanas, but he cannot bring a nazirus karban. Oh. You can turn on from there. Okay, we keep on going. Oh. Hello. Shkoyach. Imishim karmel amalgan avkilayim awesome. Loyla, proud of the zeros. Okay, another shot. Ama, I'm proving, Rob is saying, I'm proving to you that the word B'nai Israel comes to exclude a guy from the zeros 100%. Why? Because maybe you'll say no. B'nai Yisrael, Nazirim, Nazirus, Oilam. Maybe it comes to exclude a guy that they could be a Nazir, but not Loilam, not forever. Maybe no, maybe they shouldn't be a Nazir at all. I'm going to bring him back with the word Ish. I'll bring him back. So B'nai Yisrael is going to come to exclude Loilam. Ish says he could be a Nazir. And we have this terrorist three times. Mixiv, no, sorry, this we don't have. Who's talking about a Nazir Oilam here? We're saying Nazir. Nazir means any type of Nazir. Where did you get in your to say that we're talking about a Nazir Oilam? So okay, another pshat. So we actually have an older piece of art here that a son cannot use his father's kerbanas that his father put aside for Nazirus, but he could use the money. Here it goes. If the father dies, he goes bye bye. What happens? Nothing. Oh, he gets to use the money and he gets to use a carbon that's a balmum. But a regular carbon, a, a whole carbon, a tamim, he cannot use. Oh, so maybe I would say that that's the pshat in the possible. That a Jew is in this parsha, that a Jew could use his father's money for Nazirus, but not a guy. Maybe that's what. What? Oh, what's the case before? Oh, I did. I skipped it. sorry. Oh, I got excited to show that. Now I can show it again. Yevalde. Maybe the pshat is that a Jew has the ability to make his son a Nazir, but a guy doesn't. So again, B'nai Yisrael comes to exclude a guy. For what? For one thing, that he can't make his son a Nazir. Maybe to come to exclude him completely? No. The word Ish is a reboy. Brings him back into the parasha. So he's in the parasha, but not in the parasha. He's a little semi in the parasha. We have to take away one thing from him. Before we try to take away, I don't remember anymore. And now we're trying to take away the fact that the father can make his son a Nazir. Listen to this. Very, very simple. There's a halacha that says that a father can make his son a Nazar. Says the Gemara, it doesn't make any sense to say that a Pasuk comes to exclude a guy from that halacha. You don't mix a Pasuk with halacha. Halacha is over here. A Pasuk is not going to come talk about halacha. That doesn't work. Oh, check out this chart, Rabbi Isai. Brand new art from Yoshi. So, ooh, 
Okay, we'll start from here. He cannot use the father's, the, the, the Jew could use the father's money. The guy cannot. Maybe that's what the Bnei Yisrael comes to say. But maybe Bnei Yisrael comes to exclude a guy completely from the zeros. So that's the end of the story. That what? I tried to explain the words Bnei Yisrael and Ish in, a diff- in four different ways. It didn't work. Rabbi Yechon said at least twice that it's Allah Chalom Ish It's impossible that the Torah came to exclude things from Allah Chalom And whatever the other reason. So my four attempts didn't work. What am I left with? One other option. That Bnei Yisrael comes to exclude a guy 100% from Nazirus. Rabbi Sai. Have a wonderful week. See you tomorrow morning, Mezar Hashem. Shalom Aleichem to all the guests.